welcome to episode 39 of season 2, where I talk to experts to help navigate the post-divorce journey. Today's conversation is all about hormonal health, hormonal balance. Today's guest is Katie Fritz. She is board-certified master hormone coach. She helps women reclaim their health, balance their hormones, and find joy in their daily lives. Don't miss this empowering conversation on self-care, optimism, and thriving through life's challenges. Thank you for reviewing, subscribing, and downloading to our podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you. Now be the messenger of hope and share this episode with one of your friends. If you found value in today's episode, be sure to leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to spread the message and help single parents not only survive, but thrive. Enjoy this conversation with Katie. Thank you to all my listeners out there and a special thank you to Coaching Flamingo for leaving us a 5-star review over on Apple Podcast. A pick-me-up for single parents. If you need some inspiration, helpful tips or just a reminder that you are not alone, this podcast is for you. Every episode I've listened to has given me a little boost for the day. Thanks, Irina, for all you do. Thank you, Coaching Flamingo, for leaving this awesome review. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, be sure to leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts to help spread the message and help single parents thrive. If you'd like to suggest a future topic for the podcast, please fill out feedback form located in episode notes. Something exciting happened as a result of this podcast. On December 9, 2022, Soul Parent Book, Inspirational Wisdom and Guidance on Navigating Life as a Single Parent was born. This is a collection of the most inspiring and powerful stories from wonderful guests over the last 33 months in my podcast, Single Parent Success Stories. Stories of accomplishments, challenges, and breakthroughs of single parents as well as experts to help navigate the post-divorce journey. When I started my podcast, my goal was to create a guide to single parents by sharing inspiring stories that remind us there is light at the end of the tunnel. Nothing is lost. It's an opportunity for a rebirth and a reinventing of yourself. It's an opportunity to look at life and become conscious of where you are headed and an invitation to create a life by design. If you like to get a copy of the book, please follow links in the episode notes. All proceeds are going to the Kinship Charity. Welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. I am your host, Irina Shehovtsov, and I am on a mission to empower broken-hearted women to break the chains of the past and move forward boldly into the future. Single Parent Success Stories was created to inspire single parents out there who are struggling to help them realize what is possible. Hello and welcome to Single Parent Success Stories. Today's guest is Katie Fritz. She's a birth certified master hormone coach who helps women in perimenopause and menopause experience relief from hormonal symptoms like fatigue, hot flashes, moodiness, and insomnia. Her clients lose weight, rediscover their energy, feel sexy, and stop thinking they're losing their minds. Welcome, Katie. It is a pleasure to have you. 
likewise, Arena. Hello to you and your listeners. Thank you. So please share with us in your own words, who is Carrie and how did you come up to do what you do now? So I had two things kind of happen. The first was when I was pregnant with my second child, I had gestational diabetes and I had only one risk factor and that was being over 25, which this day and age, most pregnant women are over 25. So I really did not understand and felt like my body was betraying me. So that was kind of like my first kind of dipping my toe into the health and wellness space because I was adamant that I was going to be diet controlled. I was not going to need insulin. I was successful in that. Um, so that's what kind of started the whole process. And then fast forward a few years and it was clear my hormones were out of whack. I was super moody. I wasn't sleeping well. My periods were wackadoo. Um, you know, I just did not feel like myself and I felt very much that it was hormonal. So I went to my doctor and I said, you know, things seem a little bit wacky. You know, I, I wasn't breastfeeding anymore. It wasn't postnatal, like, um, or postpartum. I was, I felt like I should feel better than I did. Um, and so her response was, well, you can go on the pill and, and that'll help. And I thought, I think that actually shuts down the communication between the brain and the ovaries. I, I don't think that's what, the direction I want to go in. And she was basically like, well, I got nothing else for you. <laughs> and that just did not sit well with me. I did not believe for a second that my only option was to go on the pill. So I started doing my own research. And that led me to the space I'm in now, which is focusing on helping women over 35 manage their hormone imbalances using food, movement, and lifestyle choices. Awesome. And yeah, I actually had an, another guest, uh, I call it, last week that we talked about this, but her, her issue was different. Her issue was when she was 13 and started developing pimples and the doctor suggested go on a pill at 13 of years course. old. Yeah. Like, like it's normal. Like that's what you said. That's the band-aid. It works for everything. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, like how like how crazy is that? And and that kind of your personal journey led you to, you know, there gotta be some other answers out there. And I'm not this is not everything that there is. Absolutely. And I'm sure, you know, the people who listen um to your podcast find the same thing. There's not one approach to single parenting. Right. You know, you gotta find what works for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what makes you happy? Oh, what makes me happy? Well, certainly when um, when things feel aligned in a personal and professional place, I find that is, you know, a, a kind of like a cornerstone feeling for me is feeling like I'm aligned with my purpose um, as a mother, as a wife, as a friend. And also as a business owner, an entrepreneur, as somebody who's trying to make a difference um, in this world, when everything feels aligned, then I, I feel pretty joyful. Right. Alignment is important and having balance, especially with everything that's going on. Absolutely. How do you help people? Well, I help specifically women. So gentlemen, if you're still listening, I give you props because you probably know a woman and you might be co-parenting with a woman who is going through this stuff. 
So um, I, I always like to say male listeners are welcome when I guest on podcasts because we they, they have women in their lives that it would be good for them to know this information. So I help women who want to use food movement and lifestyle habit changes to naturally balance their hormones. What that ends up being is they sleep better. They are happy with their weight. They are, they have a sex drive. Um, if dry vagina was an issue that gets addressed. Um, their mood feels a lot more stable and any, you know, there's, there's really a lot, a lot of things that can be hormonal, your skin health, your hair health, your GI health, um, all can be related to hormones. So my clients, when they come to me, they're symptomatic and they're usually pretty unhappy and pretty uncomfortable. And by the time we're done working together, they have reclaimed their version of health. That's amazing. And uh, I love the work that you're doing. I think it's very important. Educating, especially because you don't learn this in school. Oh my gosh, right? We learn about puberty. Why don't we learn about second puberty? Come on, <laughs> this is really important stuff. That's actually what I call one of my classes, a second puberty. Right, <laughs> that's good, good name. <laughs> What advice would you give to a young, your younger self if you had an opportunity to go back? What would you tell her? I would tell her it's going to work out uh, because there was a time where I wasn't so sure. So I used to be a classroom educator. I worked at um, a public school as an English teacher and I loved it and I thought I'd do it forever. And when I started having my babies, I was working uh, part-time for a year and that felt like a good fit, but the school I worked for doesn't, didn't support part-time as a long-term solution. So they asked me to come back full-time um, and I said, no. And they said, well, we don't have a job for you then. So that was pretty scary because I really thought that I would be in the, that particular career forever. So I would go back to that version of me and say, it's going to work out. Just trust. All right. I love that advice. I think oftentimes we, we, we feel like we pick a career and we're supposed to stick with it. And we imagine ourselves being there till retirement. But as we, we always change every six months, we get new sense of values, new sense of ideas, and you're not the same person who picked that career. Now right. you're yeah. so different and it's okay to try things out. It's better to try things out, having the, learn the experience than to just live your life, get to retirement and, and then wondering, I should have done that. So Absolutely. Having, having no regrets, you know, going for it even though it was uncertain, even though it was scary, but you figured it out and you're now helping others. That's incredible. Well, and, and I feel really confident that I am doing the work I'm meant to, but there are days, you know, where that doubt creeps in still, um, you know, a little imposter syndrome rears its ugly head. And I think that's true, not just in our professional lives, but in our personal lives, when, especially when we're parenting and we're like, I'm kind of making this up as I go along. I sure hope I'm doing it right. You're right. You're right. What advice can you give for single parents as it comes from your professional, you know, health expertise? 
my number one piece of advice for all parents is don't delay on taking care of yourself, on putting your health first. If we as parents don't prioritize ourselves, two things happen. We don't get healthy or healthier. We get sicker. And we give an example to our children that it's okay not to take care of yourself. And I think both are problematic. But as we think about our role as parents and you know how we are trying to raise that next generation, it's important that they get the message that not only is it okay to take care of yourself, it's part of what you just need to do. Uh, it's part of your job as an adult to take care of your physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being. Totally, totally. And, uh, you know, sometimes we, we go on autopilot, we just do, 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 do. But then, yeah, mm-hmm. we, are, we are raising future adults. And if we make it part of something natural, like we brush our teeth because we yes. want to have good oral hygiene. Yes. We got to set a time and uh, let your kids see how you do your self-care so they get to experience it. It's not what you say, but what you do. And whether and it's- one of the cool things I'm seeing, so my kids are 11 and 13. Mm-hmm. And one of the cool things I'm seeing is them adopting some of the self-care practices I have for myself, for themselves. Um, and I can give you an example. I love a good Epsom salt bath. So the kids know, like, if it's bath time, you don't bother mom. Like she is in her zone and she'll be really mean to you if you come in. <laughs> um, I wish that weren't the case, but hey, it is what it is. So I now when my kids are feeling really under unregulated emotionally, they will say to me, mom, can I take a bath? Um, And sometimes they're unregulated and I'm unregulated and we're in, in it with each other. And they now are old enough that they can actually pause and say, mom, can I take a bath? And that resets them and it resets me. So if we've been, you know, butting heads, they now have this tool that they can go to and it helps them just, you know, reset in whatever way they need to. And it also, you know, allows me that time and opportunity to reset, even though I'm not the one in the tub, uh, you know, a little time and space do magical things. Um, and truly this just happened last night. <laughs> so that's why that example is fresh in my mind. I think it's very, very good example. And uh, good idea to teach our kids. My son sometimes, I don't know if it's also started taking baths. I need to take a bath. <laughs> Interesting. Not with Epsom, just regular. Okay. Well, you know, the warm water does it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think I like, I love that. Do you have any other uh, personal favorite self-care tools that you do for yourself? Oh, I'm big into self-care because if I'm going to teach it, I better practice it. Um, so I have daily self-care habits that are non-negotiable. The first is in the morning. I have some quiet time. I usually listen to a podcast and do some journaling. Um, and again, you know, sometimes the kids have a quick question. They know that's allowed. But if it's a long drawn out thing, you wait until mom's done. It's just non-negotiable. Um, another thing is daily movement. I am a big tennis player and paddle tennis player. So those are fun. But also walking. Walking is so good for us. We uh, genetically um, walking is good for our genes. It's what our bodies expect in a lot of ways. So that is any, some sort of movements really important. And 
I literally get heart palpitations if I don't move my body. It is like such a clear signal from my my hormones <laughs> and my body that like, okay, yeah, I know you skipped this yesterday. You can't today. It's just, this isn't going to get better until you do something. Um, so that's another, you know, reason it's non-negotiable is because I know it won't feel good. Yeah. Um, so those, those are two pretty big and very much daily habits. And then I have additional tools I use as needed, like the Epsom salt bath. Um, I love essential oils. So I have a few different essential oils that are my go-to depending on, you know, how I'm feeling. Um, and for me, I'm an extrovert. So I know I need time with friends that in order to recharge, it, it truly has to be my friends. It cannot be my husband. He's wonderful, but that is not, um, and I certainly need time with him, but when it needs to be this kind of self-care time, it needs to be with a select group of women that um, I rely on for that support. I love that. That's awesome. And it allows you to create that mental clarity and balance that you were seeking before. Yes to yes. have that in your life i love that uh, i love walking as well i believe our bodies like, like you said were designed to move and i think through pandemic we discovered a lot of sitting in front of screens yes we did <laughs> yes we did what's uh, other than walking what's one of your favorite self-care habits S singing mm. doing something that sets your soul on fire something that you love uh, that's beautiful i like to sing too what do you know quiet time in the morning especially meditation mm -hmm. reading mm -hmm. listening to podcasts when i walk i listen to the podcast or an audiobook mm. those are some of my daily ones uh, i i miss taking bath hopefully, <laughs> hopefully soon <laughs> and uh, yeah setting something doing something you, that sets your soul on fire i think is an important uh, something for you to look forward to so for me it's singing it's doing something for 10 minutes or more at a time yeah i actually oh. wrote about it uh, in 10 minutes of joy i called it habit uh, in a book that recently came out it was called total health it was a collaboration between all the different coaches where people were sharing different tools for yeah. either mental or physical emotional health so this this was my little contribution <laughs> And I, I love that because you identify it as what sets your soul on fire. So if you're listening and you don't like baths, don't take a bath to take care of yourself. You're going to get annoyed. You're going to get bored. Um, but you taught, you said what sets your soul on fire. And that is absolutely true. Yeah. Yes. What is your superpower? If you had to pick one. Ooh. I think it's my optimism. I'm very much, um, the glass is actually totally full. You just can't see half of it kind of person. <laughs> um, I, I really take most things, you know, from a lens of joy. Um, and I think it really creates my reality in an incredible way. It doesn't mean stuff doesn't happen. It doesn't mean that I don't get sad or angry or upset. Um, but I am able to not get stuck in those emotions. Like, um, I think a lot of people sometimes, you know, kind of get bogged down by those very real, very human, very normal emotions that we all have. I think my lens that I see the world through is 
one that really helps me to approach life in a very joy-filled way. And I think it is important to have because uh, constantly we are bombarded. We have uh, negative news. We have negative people. We have negative circumstances. And it is how you approach life. If you approach life with optimism, I think your life will turn out much better. Mm, what I you agree. focus your attention, it expands and it makes your life easier. Absolutely. You become I mean, the light bulb in your family instead of being the distractor you bring joy to where you everywhere you go absolutely i mean our thoughts create our reality yeah yeah what was the smallest thing you've done that had had the biggest impact in your life so far oh the smallest thing i've done that has had the biggest impact that's an interesting question arena i've never been asked that before um yay yeah, that's very creative. Um, hmm. Well, perhaps it is starting that self-care habit because it it should start small, right? You're, if you, you want to get to that 10 minutes of, you know, intense soulful joy, it has to start small. And so I would say I went through some of my daily self-care habits. That's not how I started. It started with just saying, okay, what would really help me to feel cared for? And what can I do every single day? What can I commit to doing every single day? And it has become what I shared earlier in this interview. So I I think that might be it because it did start small and it's become this very um, life-giving way of of life. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's the things we take for granted, like breathing. Maybe and and there is a way like they have the whole breath science, you know how you're supposed to take your breath and how you're supposed to feel, or working or doing something so literal that we take for granted, for nothing, and it could be the thing that changes your life. For me, how my recovery after my breakup started was by me taking a simple walk. Nice. And and you know you don't think of it at the time as small. It's only when we leave some time and we can look back and trace back the dots to understand when and what led you to where you are today yeah yeah that's i was a fun question it's very reflective (laughs) yeah what is next for you what do you want to create any fun projects you're working on that you like to share yeah um i'm really I, i want to work with even more clients. I've had a pretty steady level of practice and I'm ready to kind of up that level of practice. Um, and I I don't know exactly what that's gonna look like. Right now, you know, I do have a one-to-one program and that's my favorite, but I also have a membership. So I don't know if that's gonna evolve. So kind of open to seeing where the spirit leads me. Um, but I just, I see, more I see more impact for myself more impact on more women I love that I think that's great as you always you know evolving and developing and learning new things what you like and how you want to change yeah awesome is there anything I haven't asked that you would like to share so for any of your listeners who are in fact perimenopausal or menopausal 
I just want you to know that you're not alone, that there are so many women having this midlife experience that is challenging, no matter what the life circumstances are. Um, I know most of your listeners are single parents. So that adds, you know, another layer of stress and challenge. So I would just say, remember that you're not alone and that there is help when you're ready for it. You can ask and you will receive it. Yeah, you're so totally right. Did you have a hero growing up? My mom has always been my hero. She and continues what, to be my hero. What is the best quality that you want to emulate? Her strength. She is the strongest person I know. I love it. That's awesome. If people would like to connect with you or learn more about you, where would they go? You can go to my website, Kathy Fritz Coaching. That's Kathy with a K, Fritz, F-R-I-T-Z, coaching.com. You can find me on Instagram at Kathy Fritz Coaching. Um, and I also welcome anybody to that, you know, is perimenopausal or menopausal that feels like they need some hormone help. Um, you can set up a free coaching call and I can hear more about what's going on for you and tell you how I might be able to help you reclaim your health and what you what your vision is for your health. Thank you. And we will include everything in the, in the episode notes so people can directly connect with you. Thank you so much for coming on, sharing your wisdom, sharing your story. And I love the work you're doing. Thank you. Thank you, Arena. If you like this episode, please share with somebody who would benefit. You can leave comments, topic suggestions, and add your reviews on Apple Podcasts. It also helps greatly when you download the episode. If you feel lost, emotionally hurt after divorce and want to rediscover who you are, you don't have to do it alone. Join our community on Facebook, Limitless Women, Self-Love, Mindset and Support for Relationships where we hold trainings and various events to help you thrive and become happy again. Because life after divorce is possible and can even be great. If no one told you today, I want you to know that I love you and believe in you. Because you are limitless. Mm -hmm.